Good evening and welcome. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour two of the broadcast here on this Friday, the 23rd of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. And we have David Scorpio, Blackbird 9, and Michael Sledge here with us. So, David, I would like to hear your thoughts, sir, uh, regarding the last set of comments and the last clip there. Uh, regarding what, though? It's uh, so many different things have transpired. Uh, I was almost Amalek just a minute ago. So <laughs> Well, well, I mean, like, for example, like, uh, I I was mentioning, of course, you know, how there's this continuation. I mean, it's clearly more than just a Zionist issue. People say, oh, it's just a Zionist, you know, the Jews, you know, they're 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 good people. And and, and they're just a religion, too. And I mean, you know, neither of those things are the case. Well, yeah, that's really the, the three pillars of Judaism. There are people. Uh, they're a religion and they're a culture. It's all three. And that's part of the reason why uh, they're so powerful, is they have all three in one. Uh, those are powerful elements when it comes to organizing human beings and um, getting people to work together. Of course, they want us to believe diversity is the key, uh, when it's actually, it, that's the opposite of the truth, like most things they tell us. But um, I would just add that uh, the Jews really do want to kill us. Uh, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, you know, you you have to approach your knowledge of this conspiracy not from what you want to believe or what you prefer to believe, but where the evidence takes you. And the evidence certainly points to that being true, uh, both historically and what's going on today. And uh, yeah. Uh, Jews are certainly a race. That's why you can identify them. That's why I have Judar, and I can look and go, oh, that guy looks like he's Jewish to me. And usually I'm right. So there's definitely a, a racial element to this, and um, as well as religious and cultural. The, the trifecta of Judaism. Yes, but I mean, they seem to manipulate people quite well. I, you know, even the oh, same yeah, well, individual. Oh, yeah, look what Mike's uh, girlfriend's doing to him. I mean, you know, she's walking <laughs> all over it. Right, right, right. Now, depending on who their audience is at the moment, of course, you know, and just on social media alone, we've caught them in so many instances of of, of that, uh, you know, double take. Well, she, his girlfriend's trying to pressure uh, Mike into converting to Judaism. I mean, that's how serious this is getting. Yeah, yeah, Mike. I mean, that that's that's pretty big. Well, as long as she has the hook nose. In the 69, I will always convert to Judaism, and I will be a good Shabbos Goy and be all squared away, my friends. Every damn time. No shame in my game. (laughs) And I have another clip here uh, to play, uh, because I can't follow that up myself, that's for sure. Uh, The clip three in the queue, this is pretty, uh, well pertinent you know to our topic at the moment the end of white countries is uh, its title please if you would please mr producer 
It's been predicted that white children will soon find that they are minorities in the nations that their forefathers built. And this has already happened in many places, including London, California, Malmo, and more cities are soon to follow. We're told that this is a good thing and the way forward. If you were to look at pictures of schools in India, you'll notice that they're full of Indian kids. Schools in Nigeria are full of Nigerian kids, and of course Chinese schools are full of Chinese kids. But increasingly you'll find that many European schools are becoming unrecognisable as being European. But we're told that this is a good thing and the way forward. And so in India and Nigeria and China, as their older generations die off, their children will carry on their legacy and continue their culture and bloodline. India will still be Indian, Nigeria, Nigerian, and China will remain Chinese. But in Western nations, as our older generations, who are mostly white, die off, their homelands will be left with a multinational population. Their countries will essentially become borderless, multinational zones where all peoples on earth can come to live. The white European legacy, their cultures will be lost forever. And we're told that this is a good thing, the way forward. The birth rates of white people cannot possibly compete with the birth rates of nations such as India, population 1.2 billion, China, population 1.4 billion. And as the cost of living increases, whites will breed even less so that they can maintain their current lifestyle. This will speed up their demise, especially since other ethnicities tend to be more accustomed to low standards of living while still having high birth rates. But we're told that this is a good thing, the way forward. So eventually white people will no longer have a homeland of their own. There will still be homelands for Asian people and homelands for Middle Eastern people, but European and Western lands will be known as the multicultural homelands that belong to everyone except maybe white people. Around 10% of the world population is white. This 10% are the only people on earth who are being asked to eradicate racism by putting their own interests last and denying that they are in any way a group with a shared history, culture or identity. They are the only people on earth who are told that the only race is the human race, that their ancestral homelands belong to the world. They are the only ones told that their demise is a good thing, the way forward. Well, there's there's some more of those nasty statistics and and politically incorrect data. Uh, oh, sorry to uh, to try to cloud uh, people's decision making with with such inconveniences there. But Blackbird, uh, what did you think of that clip? There's no room for hate facts and freedom of speech here. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, right, right. I mean, this is what you have to get around is, you know, once you have your uh, race realism awakening that you you realize we were set up with the whole civil rights thing, you know, with uh, Eleanor Roosevelt declared the whole world equal, except some people are more equal than others. Uh, and we bought into it. My generation tried to make it work. You know, one of my biggest failures was when I tried to do one of the first diversity Boy Scout troops in North Wilkesboro, in Wilkes County, North Kakalaki. And at the same time, I was senior patrol leader of 
the blue ribbon all white alpha guy you know scout troop right back before it got you know fake and gayed by the usual suspects and you know it was my you know total immersion in what diversity really means because basically they gave me all the at-risk you know black kids all the jews that couldn't get into regular scout troops and the kids that were actually from the church that this was being sponsored by that just were like suddenly they were in hell and they were never going to do scouts again ever in their lives you know this is the reality of race realism and that we have a adversary that we have had going back to the last great ice age, if not before. You know, this is a biological difference between the groups. And this group that calls themselves chicken swingers, you know, have a pathological race-based hatred of us because we're the only group that can call them out on their shenanigans. Everybody else falls for it or intimidated and seduced by it. But white Europeans were strong enough for years to, you know, push them back. And when you listen to this, it's not just about killing white people it's not just about taking their lands it's not just about corrupting christianity it is about blotting out the memory of amalek so that nobody ever 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 remembers that there was a time when there were white people on this planet and it's going to be this calergi plan Soviet state, New World Order forever, and that's the way it's always been, right? And yeah, this is the reality of what we're up against. And you know, here in North Kakalaki, our Attorney General, Josh Stein, echo, 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 who proudly talks about how his parents were these New York radicals that came down to the South to civilize we backward Southerners and bring in diversity inclusivity. And he's the same attorney general that's not putting any black people or Mexicans or Indians in jail for anything. But if you're a white guy and you're a month behind on your child support payments because you can't find work because you've been replaced, uh, Stein's going to throw your butt in prison and throw the book at you because you got to be to a higher standard, right? Uh, and that's the reality. And he is running for governor. Lord help us all if this guy actually gets enough out-of-country money to pull off stealing the election in North Carolina, the, basically the way that COVID King Roy Cooper, that, you know, shabbat goy sellout of the self-hating white leader that we've been under his tyranny, you know, for his two terms from corrupt elections. Yeah, God help us if Josh Stein actually takes control of this state. And, you know, he's part of that junior Maccabee squad that, you know, white Southern culture is the thing that has to be destroyed at all costs, any means necessary. And here in Watauga, like I was saying before the break, you know, we got a Hillel chapter at the university, Maccabee Task Force, and the same guy who runs Maccabee Task Force is the guy who set up Christians United for Israel and put John Hagee at the front. His name's David Brog, and he just happens to be first cousins with Israeli uh, uh, Ehud Barak, 
who was not only in Unit 269, he was Prime Minister, and also he was the handler for the Jeffrey Epstein Ghislaine Maxwell operation. You know, these people play hardball, they play to win, and, you know, we got to get our heads in the game because they are <laughs> They are on the move. So back to you. Oh, fantastic points all there. And, I mean, we have overwhelming proof, those who've looked into it, that Jews and Jewish organizations of all kinds are behind this mass immigration of non-whites into white countries. Uh, you know, not just the uh, uh, few who have openly stated, like Barbara Spector, but, I mean, you know, plenty of, of documentation on, on this. And it's obvious their proxy armies are uh, getting the incentivization for white genocide as well uh, from various means from Jews and Jewish organizations on top of it. Now, this rabbi and individuals such as this rabbi, I mean, they, yeah, they see a direct correlation in the mindset from ancient times to now. Okay. So it's not, you know, again, far before Judaism, uh, Zionism, and they are connecting what they call white supremacy, which is really countries with whites existing in them today as the equivalent of Amalek from biblical times. And to just, you have to destroy Amalek, he says, you know, not just conquer. You have to destroy, annihilate Amalek. And as you say, eventually the memory that there ever was an Amalek. And today he, he stresses that that is white people. So you have to destroy white people. He doesn't say destroy white people, those exact words. But basically everything he says is the equivalent. Now, I have a good uh, quote here, uh, quickly. A gentleman who was briefly on the same sta radio station I started out on in 2016, uh, uh, Trevor Labonte. I have a message with him uh, a little bit here and there. But yeah, this is a great quote from Trevor. Judaism's plan is a bi-level world, the communist template, with God's chosen people living in paradise where no one has to work, and with the Gentiles inexorably trapped in a lower world, which is a hell on earth, where we exist as slaves, cattle for the Jews. The Jews' plan to create this bi-level world is described in explicit detail in the Zohar, one of the quote-unquote holiest, it's pure evil, of course, books of Judaism. This plan is exposed to the world in Jewish history, Jewish religion, by Mr. Israel Shehak. So never let anyone tell you Judaism is not a problem. It is the problem, and if it is not reckoned and neutralized, there is no future for humanity, unquote. And again, that's from Trevor Labonte, uh, a very good, good guy in, the, in our fight here. So let me turn it over to Mr. Sledge. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, uh, you know, they hate us. Uh, they want us dead. They want to control everything. But I mean, you know, at the same time, you know, I kind of want to transcend this kind of stuff in certain ways. Because, look, you know, this becomes like, a, a, you know, pornography in a lot of ways uh, to always concentrate on how they want to kill us get rid of us and that kind of thing. And there's not enough talk about how we're going to uh, ascend 
you know. And look, we've been at lower rates of the population in history. And we've always ascended and uh, made our way and reclaimed our uh, birthright and this kind of thing. And so I still believe, you know, you know, you know, I'm actually positive, uh, uh, Richard, because I think that we can't uh, reestablish everything. Uh, this is not our lowest levels. And by the way, let me just say this. This idea that we are uh, uh, declining in rates in America, in birth rates in America, is not true. It is absolutely not true. We actually have increased somewhat, but we're being over-flooded with uh, illegals from third world populations. And, uh, you know, if we could just solve that problem, we would be fine. I mean, look, I don't want to live in Mexico City. I don't want to live on top of people. I mean, I think our birth rates are actually fine, and uh, I'm actually optimistic. I I actually believe that... uh, You know, if we had a good uh, policy of immigration, especially legal immigration, where uh, most of the problems come from, everybody's focused on illegal immigration. They're always focused on, you know, who's coming over the border and this kind of thing. But in reality, legal immigration is what's killing us. Uh, And so I really believe that uh, our birth rates are fine. Uh, there's more of us now than there were a hundred years ago here in this continent. And I think that, uh, you know, if we could just, uh, put out the information to enforce legal immigration and shut that down from third world populations, we'd be okay. And so I'm not as black pilled. I hate to use that word because it's a gay, uh, matrix, that term. Uh, by the Wachowski sisters or brothers, whatever. But bottom line is, I think we're in better shape than people think we are. I mean, we've been at lower levels in the population in the past, and we've overcome and succeeded in uh, continuing on. And I think we will today. We just need a snag in the road. And But I really do believe that we can do better, and I think we will. So uh, I'll pass it on to BB9 and Scorpio. Yeah, no, those, those, those are great points. And in the last half hour, I'll try to get to a couple of calls. I, I do have a couple of uh, really sh- quick little clips I want to try to fit in before that. David, your thoughts? Well, uh, interesting points uh, there, Mike uh, and Blackbird. Um, what I find interesting is that You've got several things at play here. You know, of course, the Jews are a problem, but I think, you know, we really need to look at how they have become so embedded into the system that our systems have become Judaized. And um, the system itself is sort of self-perpetuating now. Like, you can get rid of all the Jews out of the system, and it would run basically the same way it's running now because of the fake money supply, the way that the stock market and... Uh, all the the strange casino derivatives and bizarre, uh, essentially kosher uh, bets are made on just about everything. So uh, they've turned our economy into into a casino in a lot of ways. So 
there's we have to really look at radically changing the system that we're under as well uh and we need to start thinking about new ways to to live um outside of the coming system because the coming system is going to be far worse than what we're under now but it's going to take a while for it to become established we're seeing the beginnings of it with this green economy and you know this sort of control of of every aspect of people's lives so i think we need to consider the system itself has to be looked at and it's become so thoroughly judaized that uh you know i don't think it's salvageable in in its current form we have to really think outside of of that realm for the our future i think no i think you're right i think you're spot on on a lot of that and and mike i like your points and I yeah I do try to stay positive. I'm the most positive on an individual level, uh, but yeah there could be some hope for our you know our greater family of our folk. And yet, and as you say, with numbers throughout history, you know these are all uh, interesting points. And there's of course just an, uh, you know two levels here with this, especially after last Friday. I mean I'm trying to have us have conversations about these points and what I just remarked on, you know, at the point we're at in our research, but also for a lot of the listeners out there, uh, many are on various points in their journey of looking into a lot of this stuff or their mindset might still be, you know, far from where we are. And so I'm also trying to reach out to them. And so some of the playing of these clips and talking about, what seems ultra negative to us. And yeah, we already know this stuff, right? But no, some people, not as much, you know, so that's, I'm trying to have a duality here and, and document some, uh, you know, for archival uh, for everyone as well. So I uh, quickly, I want to, I want to get to these uh, clips because people should realize, okay, so we've established, yes, that these Jews going back to ancient times, I mean, now white supremacy, whites in existence for that matter, uh, represent Amalek, to be destroyed. But again, they're proxy armies. You know, these other races have had it put in their head to be very genocidal to whites, not just anti-white at this point. And we need to realize that that is a real uh, concern, you know, so, so you can't just be too uh, off guard in your life and, and how you go about your decisions and, you know, just your awareness of your surroundings, uh, how you teach your Children, family, friends, likewise, and, and that sort of thing. And, and so, you know, I, I want people to, to realize just how, what time it is regarding how much we've also had weaponized proxy armies with the levels they're at now. I have a couple of short clips here. One's South Africa and another, uh, this was at one of these like black militant meetings in the U.S. Uh, recently, you know, that we had, um, you know, around like summer of BLM and just and just after there, I think mostly. So yeah, this is clip four we're starting with, and this is a huge stadium, you know, like 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 football or uh, or whatever sort of giant stadium holds sixty thousand people, a little confirmed. And so we have sixty thousand South Africans there, and they're going along with the speed with this leader and what he's saying, his chance and. So, you know, yeah, this is a, a pretty uh, awakening. Uh, so please, if you would, clip four, Mike. Kiti, 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 ba, sip, non, conto, alliance. 
shoot to kill Gamaza, kill the poor, the farmer, kill the poor, the farmer, brr, pa, pa, brr, pa, pa. You could hear how those 60,000 South African blacks in attendance, I mean, they were in sync with responding to the guy. They clearly were on board, uh, including the phrases, kill the boar, uh, kill the farmer. And some uh, gun sound pops uh, for effect. Isn't that lovely? So, okay, now we have clip five, again, from one of these black militant groups around the summer of BLM love in 2020 or so. If you would, clip five, please, Mike. Because that time comes with the rat tat tat. And when that time is coming and rat tat tat, Cracker will kill everything white in sight. They ain't crushing. Because all what you have done to us, all what you've done with the 6,000 year span of killing 600 million of us and 480 years in particular and 150 million in the past. That time that day is up. Because this is the time and this is the state of the race address because they are a race they're trying to hold on to power because race has beginning and the ending and your Indian time is been up since 1914 no good pack of wood no time no rebirth of the black nation and the salvation of us in the hells of North America and throughout the African world of pan-Africanism this is the time when Malcolm talked about a time that we put our difference to the side. That's right. yes. And when we come out, we come out with a united front. Yes. And that united front today is all the black revolutionary, progressive, strong, uncompromising organization here in the hell of North America that will give this crack of hell from the cradle to the grave. Goddamn right. Okay, Blackbird. <laughs> you're you're going to have to follow that. Just want to say for the record that Jonathan Nosferatu Greenblatt of the ADL, which was founded to protect a child rapist murderer, uh, has confirmed that Kill the Boar is nothing but a folk song, harmless folk song of South Africa's liberation during apartheid. So, you know, that's not hate speech to talk about genociding the white people in South Africa because the ADL says so, right? Uh, now, <laughs> if I ask somebody in Boone, New Boone, North Kakalaki, where they're from, now that's a hate crime. Uh, so you may be sure to get that right. And uh, it's very interesting to me that in the uh, recent news, Fannie Willis, that, you know, train wreck of a trial, it turns out her father got his uh, stripes working for the New World Order by taking part not only in the American civil rights movement, working with St. Martin Luther King, but also with St. Nelson Mandela in South Africa, right? Both were complete Jewish-controlled degenerate terrorists, for you know, that's what they were, and 
Yeah, but by the Jewish media, they've been made into saints. And I'm assuming that was Ju- uh, Julius Malema of the Economic Freedom Fighters with that chant. Sounded like his style. Uh, he's the radical, even more communist than the communist ANC government. And it's all about genocide. And they just want to wipe you know, wipe out all the white people in South Africa because Africa has to remain a black continent. You know, Watauga County can't remain a white county in the mountains of North Carolina, but Africa has to remain a completely black continent, right? And, you know, for those who have been following this clarity plan rollout, you know, it really looks like South Africa was the sandbox test bed of this level of mass propaganda, social poisoning, and economic change to completely make the, you know, white indigenous people who built that third, you know, just first world nation. I mean, South Africa and Rhodesia were both beautiful cities, you know, after World War II, and now they're being destroyed, and that's the template they want for the rest of the white nations. We'll be back. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth in, say, gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar's cheap. That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And yet gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis. Gold, a valuable thing to store. The power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just... Just one day, an excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com.
mom shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3dbunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3dbunkers.com for more details or visit 3dbunkers.com. back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey here with our panelists michael sledge david scorpio and blackbird nine and i do want to get to our callers in a moment but uh, first uh, let's hear from our other panelists uh, after hearing those clips it's, i mean i you know i certainly don't hear as often you know, big groups of white people uh, chanting in unison to, to to wipe out, you know, an entire race, uh, and much less sixty thousand people. But um, I mean, so yeah, I know, you know, but it doesn't mean I'm trying to blackpill everyone. <laughs> but people who aren't aware of the racial realism, um, and, and again, yeah, differences in brain wiring that lead to this as well, and and, and everything. I mean, you know, it's it's something they need to. Uh, research, uh, such as all of the studies on race and IQ uh, over the last couple hundred years, a lot of interesting data for those who are just uh, racial realist deniers. <laughs> I hate to use a Jewish term like deniers there. I'm being sarcastic. David, your thoughts, sir? Oh, gosh, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, well, I guess it's not a good idea to be a white minority in uh a black majority country. It's probably not a good position to be in. Uh, so, yeah, you know, uh, South Africa already experienced the communist revolution, and uh, you know that's essentially what happened down there. And now they're living the the joys of communism. Essentially, it's just uh, under a slightly modified form, but uh, they've they've had their cultural revolution, and um, I don't think South Africa is going to be doing that well as time goes on. It's only going to get worse there. And I, I have seen in the past some videos as well, like Blackbird mentions, and what has transpired in Rhodesia and Zimbabwe, and certainly, and you look what's going on, what's been going on ever since the Boer were in control of South Africa. And then, really, what is starting to get in the mindset over here in the U.S., frankly, uh, accelerated. It's, it's certainly it's something people shouldn't take so lightly, David. Well, you know, I uh, actually knew a guy from Rhodesia when I lived in Ecuador, and he literally had to flee the country. Uh, you know, the government 
uh, took his land and uh, they were going to kill him too. So he literally had to, it was his family's ancestral land. Like, you know, he'd been there a long time. And uh, so, yeah, he actually had to flee the country and go to Ecuador, like literally for his life. It was, uh, well, he had, he had some interesting stories, let's say about the, the situation down there. I'm sure. And Mike Sledge, I bet your girl, your Jewish girlfriend, has some interesting stories on this topic for us as well. Well, you know, absolutely. <laughs> but I would say this: Look, I mean, uh, Julius Malema, uh, the head of the ANC in South Africa, uh, just uh, like a year ago, did a stadium rally where he was like, "Kill the boar! Kill the boar!" <laughs> I love Vladimir Putin. I love Vladimir Putin. Kill the border. So, how do these uh, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, uh, you know, ball grabbers, you know, uh, rectify that? You know, you have a uh, ANC, Julius Malema, a black communist uh, put in power by international jury, okay? Uh, and you have him glorifying Vladimir Putin uh, in a speech a year ago, and you can look this up and you can play the clip of him doing that. The DMX, the whole DMX thing, you know, where he's like at a rap concert going, kill the border! Kill the border! Vladimir Putin, we love you. You know, so, I mean, what what I get tired of are these clowns and these sycophants, these Vladimir Putin ball riders in the alternative media supporting him when he's anti-white. He's totally anti-white. Going back to Dugan, the Eurasian shift, the whole deal, and... And this goes back to what we talked about on the last show I did with you, Richard, where, you know, the ICC, the International Criminal Court. Well, you know, of course it's Malema. Of course it's the ANC bringing up uh, genocide laws against Israel uh, from South Africa to discredit the genocide taking place. So, I mean, this is they control all sides, both sides, you know, and uh, it's a joke. But but here's my question. Since when do pro-white people support communist KGB operatives who support the ANC in South Africa? You know, Vladimir Putin is no better than uh, Khrushchev or Gorbachev or any of these other red commie pieces of scum anti-white pieces of crap that supported you know the killing of the boars before and this guy does obviously i mean vladimir putin's not uh asking the boars to come into russia for safe haven america's not asking the boars to come into america for safe haven no no they're supporting the anc both sides America and Russia. Unbelievable. So that's my uh, take on that. 
uh, brilliant points. So thank you for that. And uh, let's go to our patient callers who are waiting in the wings. We have Paul in New Jersey. Hey, Paul, uh, good to hear from you, sir. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, Richard, as we know uh, about the Kalergi plan, that's just an elaborate uh, excuse uh, or, or elaborate plan of Jews so Jewish women can win beauty contests in the future. Now listen, <laughs> to the guy with a Jewish girlfriend, right? Why don't you trick her into getting money to uh, RBN? You know, if she's not rich like you make her sound, can't you give, you, you know, like get her to give uh, RBN like $5,000 a month and help out RBN? I mean, all you guys, you're bragging about this rich Jewish girl. You should maybe get a show on RBN, tell her it costs 10000 a month for the show, and you just put on a show with RBN, and then you have your girlfriend give it to RBN, and she pays for RBN costs. Love it. How about I it, love buddy? it. Hey, Sledge, what do you think? Oh, I don't have to because I'm I'm fixing to be on like a Bravo, so it doesn't matter. You want to help out RBN? You're on RBN. Why don't you like put on a show on RBN or get your girlfriend a uh, pony up some money? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, really, I'm right let's now. get some Jewish uh, women radio hosts here on RBN. That's exactly what we need. Uh, brilliant. I like it. Yeah, Dr. Laura would be a great fit. I know her personally. Dr. Laura would love to do a show here. Well, get her, you know, if they'll pay 9000 a month, have them come put shows on here. Great. And that goes to the numbers. $9,000 a month to uh, do, uh, do a show then. We get big enough numbers, we might get well, more on That's knows? the whole point. You know, have that you, you said she's like, like a billionaire or something. That's like oh, 10 grand a month, a month for you as a boy toy, you know, because you're her boy toy. And, and yeah, put that money into our Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. you're right. That's actually a good uh, economic plan. That's a good idea. You're right, Colin. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for that advice, Paul. Right, excellent. I'm going to run with that. <laughs> <laughs> and next we have Andy in Texas. Andy, welcome. What's on your mind? Well, hey, fellas. My name is Andy Facetious, and I got a few problems with you, fellas. First off, I want to talk to Serpico. Or, or is his name Al Pacino or Scorpio? I'm not really sure about this one. That's the problem I have with him. I don't have an idea what his name is. My next complaint is with Mr. Baby. Mr. Baby, you're too proud of being a white European dissentive. That's racist. And then my biggest problem was is that Mike Sledge guy. I think that's how you pronounce it, right? So... How dare you make fun of blacks and Jews, but you leave out the Chinese and the Mexicans? This is terrible. And I think hey, you can throw some more hey, in get there. Get it right, caller. Caller, get it right. It's Mike Sledgestein from now on, okay? Okay, so see, that's where the clarification was coming in. I, I'm starting to get a clearer picture here. But now I have a beef with all three of y'all, and Richard, you're out of this one. But you three people, you keep talking about this chicken slinger stuff. I do that for a living. I grab chickens by the neck, sling them around till they're broken. I get them ready for the pot. I'm tired of this chicken slinger stuff. 
But most of all, this is what really bothers me. Y'all ain't supporting these Jewish people that have been alive for like 9,000 years, and they're still starving. You won't send no money to them. It's just incredible how you guys can go around in this neighborhood of yours, this little glory filled of things that you're doing, and you just forget about them Jewish people that have been starving for 9,000 years. All right, I'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it was funny. I'm sorry, I'm so uppity. It won't happen again. <laughs> no, hey, so you guys were saying that guy said something about we've been slaves for 6,000 years. Where did he get his information from? That black guy, I guess it was a black guy, talking on that video, mm-hmm. saying we've been slaves right. for 6,000 years. <laughs> the black militant video, yeah. 600 yeah, million of us. I like that too. The 600 million for 6,000 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where do they get their statistics? They're probably getting it from AI because they're making up some pretty good stories with AI now. (laughs) Well, David, David, did Mr. Uh, Serpico, uh, aren't you going to respond? Serpico. (laughs) Oh, see, he's playing Al Pacino right now. He's trapped in that New Mexico underground base. He can't, he can't, I've MK ultra him. I got him under my spell right now. David, David, break your spell. Orange sunshine, orange sunshine. <laughs> Picture the in the ride. David, come on. The duck is in the pot. The duck is in the pot. Okay. Transmission <laughs> difficulty from uh, Mr. Scorpio. So, oh, here he is. I think he's in. Yes, Master. <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, you know, the food court down here at the base uh, beneath, beneath uh, Dulce is actually pretty good. They got a P.F. Chang's there and um, a Taco Bell, and some guy makes falafels too. So it's actually a pretty well rounded place. Oh, the Beijing beef is delicious, David. The Beijing beef. I love Beijing beef. <laughs> hey, and Andy, so what do you think about the, uh, you know, the boycotting of of RBN and you know my uh, my being oh, deemed Stephen Whitner as Douglas in one night. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, let me, let me tell you something about that. To be honest with you, I didn't know who did that, and then I found out who did that, and then I was on a three-way call with the gentleman who did do that, and basically he was just offended, and and which, I, I mean, nothing against him. I know the guy. He's a frequent caller all the time and whatnot, uh, mostly on the morning shows and stuff. Decent guy and whatnot. I don't know what, what got up his, uh, the hair in his behind and stuff, but, uh, yeah, he did do that, and uh, he was just in the moderator. I mean, you can always get another moderator. He just closed it down because uh, I thought that's the reason why I did my little mockery at the beginning is because it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, Chris, did you catch? did you catch the show last Friday, Andy? 
Yeah, absolutely I did. And I didn't find myself offended at all. And the reason I don't find myself offended is because people of other denominations, other races and stuff, make big fun of us and stuff, too, using the same kind of categories and stuff. And you know what? Mike Sledge was right. I mean, I think that was you went a little far with uh, what's her name? Uh, what's that popular girl's name that you said was taking care of your Kentucky Fried Chicken? What was her name? She was that's Sarah Silverman. There. Who was it? Sarah Silverman. <laughs> or one of those people. But whatever, you threw that out there. And I mean, guess what? Black people do like fried chicken and watermelon. All right? I like oh, fried chicken I and watermelon. Too, so you made fun of me, too. Dude, I, I love offended, fried chicken and watermelon. Right? <laughs> I, love I love fried it, chicken and watermelon. But you offended me. You offended oh. me because you didn't throw white people in there. Oh, well, you know what? There's going to be a big check coming to RBN. Pay to the order of RBN from Sarah Silverman, my girlfriend. It's coming in pretty soon. Don't there worry about go. it. There you go. There you go. I like this show. Hey, uh, Richard, I left you out of my little rant there because I can't find nothing wrong with you. You're just the moderator. You're just the guy who makes it flow. So I, I had to leave you out of there. But I'll tell you what. Phoebe's got me worried, man, because he likes those white European roots of his, and that's so scary because being white is a scary thing to be. Uh, you know, it's just terrible. Phoebe, defend yourself. There is no defense. I can't help it, you know. Just, <laughs> you know, my uppity ways. I try to be humble, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, hey gentlemen, you probably got other calls. Thanks for your time. I'd like to, I, I'm, hey, I'd like to give my broadcast to uh, uh, Paramount Pictures. They, they, they wrote it for me. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Great call. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey, you great. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Well, and actually, no, we we actually have open lines at the moment, so maybe people assumed that they wouldn't get in or uh, that we were going to spend time with the clips. Uh, oh, they're calling the ADL on this show, man. They're not going to call us. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, it was with, that good. Huh? News, my girlfriend uh, knows the head of the ADL and I can smooth it out. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. D David, maybe you should get a, a Jewish girlfriend. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like it's working out for Mike. Oh, it's working out great. Oh yeah, Mike's gonna hook me up with his uh, with his uh, girlfriend's friend uh, here real soon. So yeah, I'm probably gonna be converting to Judaism soon, and uh, I'm gonna go the whole nine yards. Why not? No, I'm just kidding. Not doing that. Oh, okay. Well, what what? If anyone else wants to call, you know, has anything to add one way or another, or to anyone on the panel to address, feel welcome. You know, 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252. But please support the station as well, folks. You know, uh, there's a donate page at republicbroadcasting.org. Or you could just call in to donate, 800-724-2719, extension 3. And, of course, we have a mailing address, Republic Broadcasting Network 2251. Double Creek Drive, Suite 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. And you could just make 
Check or money order out to just the initials RBN. If you want to mail in your donation to keep free speech alive. And so, no. So some of that positive, Mike, that you were recommending, uh, let's add that uh, so we don't get too much negative email. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about the negative emails, folks. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just say this to that one caller that called in all mad at me. You know, he's like, since you got a Jewish girlfriend and billions of dollars, why can't you do this, that, and the other? Here's my advice to you. You know, think positive. Read Tony Robbins' book, The Power of Positive Thinking. <laughs> Read Norman Vincent Peale's book. That's what I did. And uh, I uh, concentrated on positivity, got a Jewish girlfriend, made a lot of money, and I own my own island now. So don't hate. Don't be a haterade. You know, that's like you look bad when you do that. Uh, you know, you know, ascend, ascend, my friend. I can't and, believe you didn't include Dianetics there, honestly. Oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm right now working with L. Ron Hubbard's new course, <laughs> uh, Zemu, the gorilla ant god from the volcano. That's what you learn when you get the high levels of the 33rd degree of, uh, of Scientology. Snay on the secret stuff, eh? All right. Don't be I'll giving away our top but, secret stuff. Ah. Well, I'm sorry. No, Mike just accidentally revealed the, the biggest secret in Scientology. You now we got to send everybody a bill for $100 for leveling them up. Man, now I got to go to <laughs> JPL Laboratories and masturbate. God darn it. Yeah, most people would have to pay $100,000 to learn the, you know, the top secret of. Uh, Scientology, but you heard, heard it here for free, guys. Well, if you want to get to the top of Scientology, all you got to do is go to uh, 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 Cape Canaveral and masturbate in uh, one of Elon Musk's uh, SpaceX uh, rockets. That's, that's all you got to do, folks. Look, I'm here to give you wisdom. I'm here to help you in your life struggles. Be positive, love your neighbor, and for God's sakes, get a Jewish wife. Thank you, Richard, for having me on. Oh, yeah, it was a pleasure. And, and yeah, be positive like Elon Musk. You know, I mean, he already has a uh, subject moving a mouse with their thoughts, you know, a cursor. So, you know, the world is your oyster, folks. Transhumanism. Wow, dead air. Is this thing on, folks? So, yeah, Mike, I don't think I'll be joining you in the stand-up. Uh, I don't think I get enough of a response. I'm sorry, Richard, for the dead air. I was getting Amalek for my Jewish girlfriend. <laughs> I apologize. But no, seriously, give another plug, Mike. You're going to be back on the a stand-up circuit uh, to get deplatformed soon enough again, right? No, I'm I actually hoping you stick around. Actually, uh, since I got the Jewish girlfriend, they love me in the comedy clubs. I'll be at the Laughing Skull Lounge in April in hotlanta uh so and i'll keep you posted on the exact date of that that'll be a 20 minute set and i'm looking forward to that and uh and then i got another gig in august a private gig that i've I've, i'm actually setting up to where i'm going to record my uh special which i will put on a youtube so uh get ready folks and well, Blackbird, is there anything you'd like to address? You know, we got a minute or two left here. 
Yeah, I, well, just first, I thoroughly enjoyed again have, being on the show with y'all tonight, and uh, thanks uh, so much. Great conversation, and you know I, that was a yeah, serious question. Are you seeing a shift in the comedy clubs? Especially, are there any non-Jewish owned comedy clubs left out there? You know, but are people who are telling jokes like I used to try to tell around 2003, are they actually getting away with doing that kind of material? So that's really fascinating. Um, I know they would get their YouTube videos cut down immediately, but, you know, uh, just wondering about in the live you know, circuit, if you, know, you guys are going to make a comeback. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The white man is coming back and the Jews are going to make a lot of money on it. <laughs> That's anti-Semitism, but God, look at that line, Shlomo. Well, Mr. Scorpio, do you have some uh, final uh, parting words for the listeners? There's something wrong with a little anti-Semitism if we can make some money from it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, though, the the ultimate God of the Jewish people, the almighty shekel, right? Yes, absolutely. Shekels at interest. <laughs> the God of the Jew. Yes. Okay. Shekels on interest. I and then and, and, yeah, hey, black, <laughs> and then Blackbird, uh, Mike. It was uh, great uh, for me to be able to help get you, you gentlemen, networking. Uh, I know you've already been aware of each other, but uh, yeah, I should be sure to make sure you guys have a, uh, you know, some some way of contact uh, to keep in touch there. Maybe Absolute. we could share a lawyer in our defamation trial. <laughs> BB9 could be my lawyer in my uh, Jewish divorce. I'm going to get through here soon. Jewish divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David Scorpio could be my best man at my divorce, so that would be great. Uh, okay. But seriously, I love I'll doing be, shows. I'll be there for you, Mike. And, uh, Don't worry. BB9, you're great as always. Richard, thank you so much. David Scorpio, wait till that orange sunshine kicks in. Thanks for having me on. All right. Pleasure. And thank you to the listeners as well. And please support RBN to continue to be able to have broadcasts like this. And until next time, folks, transcend the construct. Regards. gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits okay i'm convinced where can i get my ease off go to easeoff.com that's e-a-z-e-o-f-f.com and hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time easeoff.com we make pigs fly cows too ease off llc 417-932-6419 Four one seven nine three two six four one nine.
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.